Welcome to another episode of The Culture Connection, an offshoot of The Christian Index. We are live from the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Grapevine, Texas, a uh, very nice part of Dallas. And I actually have a Dallas native with me, but beyond that, a good friend from uh, several years back, uh, Chad Gunderson. Chad is in the house, and I know that if you've you've been living under a rock if you haven't heard of this thing called The Chosen. And Chad is uh, one of the producers, or the producer. I'm not exactly sure how all that's like, you know, listed out, but Chad will clear that up for us. Welcome, man. Hey, man. Good to see you. Good it is so you. good to see you. Um, Chad and I have been buddies for a while on different pursuits, uh, things that I've yet to catch flight yet, but, you know. Well, nothing nothing ever officially takes flight, and then once it does, you uh, it probably already missed it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's already gone. Like, oh, there it went. What, there what went. happened? Yep. Which is kind of what happened with The Chosen, in a way. Yeah, The Chosen has been uh, nothing short of a, a miraculous endeavor, um, and it's been a, a huge pleasure to be to be the producer on it. One of the producers, as you said, uh, um, you know, but with any project, there's multiple producers, and we all have various, uh, you know, um, uh, things that we have to do and our responsibilities. Um, mine specifically is just the physical production of the show itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so myself and my business partner, Chris June, uh, we own Out of Order Studios. It's based here. We're actually on the Fort Worth side um, of the yeah. DFW. So we're, uh, you know, we, we, we always fight a little bit with Dallas on who's better. But at the end of the day, it's in <laughs> Texas, so it doesn't matter. And that's okay. all that really matters right. is the Texas part of it. Pay attention, Georgia people. That's right. That's right. Just listen up. Listen up here. So, um, and yeah, got involved with The Chosen because of Dallas. Obviously, everybody knows who Dallas Jenkins is. He's the face of the show. He's the creator of the show. He's the brainchild behind it. Um, and Dallas and I actually worked together. Oh, it's been over 15 years ago. Um, so I produced uh, his first feature film that he directed, Midnight Clear. Um, and that's how Dallas and I kind of connected and, and got connected. We actually originally got connected through his dad, but that's a whole other story. Um, and uh, we just stayed in touch over the years. And, you know, Dallas was off directing other things. I was off producing other things, but just kind of always, you know, stayed in touch uh, with the projects we were doing. And then when The Chosen came up, he goes, hey, we're actually thinking about bringing this to Texas. Would you be interested in coming on as a producer? I was like, well, sure, we've, we've been looking for something. Why not? Okay, so. I have to take some credit here. Okay. Because I had an interview with Dallas at, for Resurrection of Gavin Stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was right before The Chosen. It was really what, what brought him back to his roots of, t- of storytelling, <laughs> the way he tells it. Yeah. And that and the economics of it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but uh, we had talked about uh, a zombie movie we wanted to do at Come one on. point. Christian zombies, man, yep. Walking Dead, man. Yep. It's, it's, uh, and uh, the dead coming to life. I mean, there's all kinds of spiritual yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, that's, that's what we... I and our, and my, a mutual friend, Kevin Fitzgerald, writer of that. Yep. And then we had also talked about... and as and I really got a little bit out of the door with it, um, a film that I'm trying to work on called Kind Katie. Mm-hmm. So after my interview about Gavin Stone, I'm sitting there talking to Dallas. We're just shooting the bull. And I'm just, you know, I said, hey, dude, you know a guy named Chad Gunderson? And he just laughed, <laughs> snorted. <laughs> yeah, I bet he did. Yeah. He said, uh, I gave him his first job. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, 
<laughs> okay, well, we'll see if we can validate that. Yeah, but <laughs> there, there, There's a little truth in there, but uh, yeah, like I said, Dallas and I, we do go back uh, a long time. Um, and it was my, well, it technically was my second feature. Um, but the, the funny thing behind that is Dallas was producing a short film, so he had done a couple of short films. His first one that he, that he did called Cliché, because uh, like I said, I got connected to his dad years before that. He was producing or directing and writing and directing this cliche short film. And I said, hey, do you need any help on that? He goes, well, I've got a producer already, but if you want to just come out and help out. And so literally I came out as an unpaid, like PA, you know, bottom of the barrel kind of thing. And by the end of cliche, I was a co-producer on cliche. Helped with various things, not just in production, but post-production, stuff like that. And then we did Midnight Clear as a short film. Mm -hmm. And I produced the short film. And then based on that short film, we did the feature film. Um, And then Kevin Downs was the producer on Midnight Clear as well. So that's where Kevin Downs and I got connected, which, again, there's a, it's a very small little spider web. The spider web has gotten bigger in the faith space, but it was pretty small 15 years ago. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's how I got connected yeah. to Dallas, and then things just kind of exploded after that. And then that's kind of what separated Dallas and I. He was off doing things, I was doing things, um, and then here we are with The Chosen. So. Well, the first thing that caught everybody's attention about The Chosen um, is certainly not the thing that's caught it now. The hmm. first thing was it's still the most amazing crowdfunded project ever yep. i mean the most money ever raised what, you, what is it up to now well we actually stopped so we're not doing the crowdfunding anymore but we raised over 10 million dollars right. for season one um and then the show has taken off to such an extent now to where we don't have to crowdfund of course it's right it's basically a self-perpetuating it is still technically crowdfunding because our base, our, our fans, um, are the ones that, quote-unquote, fund the film with pay-it-forwards and merchandise and all the various things that we do. Um, but um, it's it's done that way now. But, yeah, we are the lar- largest crowdfunded uh, media, you know, film, television, media Period. Project. We're not talking just faith space. This oh, no, no. Period. Yeah, no, and we almost doubled. Number the number one was around five and a half million. That was an MST3K reboot? Yep. And then uh, um, Veronica Mars was right behind it, like number two, like at 5.4 or whatever it was. And like I said, we raised over 10 million for season crazy. one. Crazy. So Absolutely we, crazy. We almost doubled it, you know, but uh, it's. Uh, but clearly, I mean, that's really secondary hmm. to the stories. Sure. sure. The stories. I mean, the, that people are, I mean, I can't, I can't go to church mm. anymore without people. Did you watch the latest episode? Did you see what they did? He just walked right through that. They were sitting there bickering around this fire, and Jesus walked right past, yeah, yeah, knocked yeah. me on the floor. Yeah, man. episode four. I already know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just two. like, I'm like, man, mm-hmm. and how does, what, what goes into the writing? Because we're talking Bible stories the amplified version, sure, really. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's almost amplified, amplified, right? Visually amplified. Um, yeah, Dallas, uh, Ryan, and Tyler are the writers behind this. And the three of them, along with various consultants and, and di- different things, they it all starts there, right? And I think you and I have even talked about this with the last projects, right? It's all about the writing, right? And I do think it's a space that many times, specifically in the faith space, gets kind of overlooked a little bit on kind of the, the basis of things, the writing of things. Um, obviously, there's a lot of great projects out there, and it's great to see the space continue to grow. Uh, but I think The Chosen has kind of given it a good shot in the arm. You know, there's been some big, amazing, you know, quote-unquote Hollywood things, whether it's The Passion or the Narnia things or Lord of the Rings or whatever you want to talk about. But those are definitely very Hollywood-driven. Um, and this one couldn't be more independent than it is. And so it all starts there with those 
those guys um, and, and getting these stories together. And then from there, I mean, honestly, it's become kind of, I call it the perfect storm, right? This project, again, starting with the writing and Dallas's vision as the director and the creator of it. But then it's like, you know, the production design and the costumes and the cinematography and, I mean, the list, the hair, makeup, I mean, just all of it just going on and on. It's, it's all of these people at the very top of their game, and it's just kind of created this amazing thing. Because we've all seen it, right? Like, oh, well, the writing was really good, but it really looked like junk, right? Or <laughs> it re- looked really amazing, but, man, the acting was horrible <laughs> and the writing was horrible. I mean, our actors obviously are just some crazy talented people and so it's just really become one of these things and as a producer I mean that's really what I do I kind of bring all the pieces together right and support Dallas's vision or support the director's vision and so that's what our responsibility is is to create environments where everybody can thrive um, and and the chosen I think is just the perfect example of that obviously we we've seen we, we joke and go if it can go wrong it does go wrong on the chosen <laughs> um, but then once you know we've kind of been brought to our Red Sea moment Moment. Dallas talks about these Red Sea moments all the time where we're just like, we got to put our hands up and go, all right, Lord, it's it's on you. Mm. And then what he does on the other side of that has been amazing. And I think a great example in season two was the big ice apocalypse that, that Texas got in the middle of shooting. Literally, like, uh, you know, not just a hundred year storm, like literally the Texas storm. Like it was like we see 20s and stuff every now and then. And we may get a day of ice or a little bit of snow here and there. But this week long you know, and the state of Texas shut down, right? It was national yeah. news and all no these power things. Yeah, no anywhere. power for over a week, and it shut us down. Um, but looking at what has come out of that, it is one of those things where, well, only only God could have done it. And so it, it's we, we joke and go, well, it's the chosen. And then we go, mm, but look, it's the chosen. Yeah. You know? So it's been great. That's amazing. And, you know, one of the things that strikes me is we when we as we come up in Christendom, we hear snippets of the Gospels and a sermon eight verses long, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we don't put the whole narrative together. Right. We don't see that these people weave in and out of each other's lives for three and a half years right. uh, until Jesus, of course, ascends, and then more beyond that. Right. So that's one of the beautiful things about The Chosen is that you're able to see, it's almost like, and if those of you that watch this and scowl against me, I'm sorry, but it's like <laughs> Game of Thrones, for example. You know, you yeah, see yeah. these little these little plot lines going on through woven through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what you get. It brings the Bible to life, yep. you know. Well, the backstory to everything. I mean, I think, you know, the majority, if not all, of Bible stories, biblically based, you know, like the actual stories of New Testament, Old Testament. I mean, it's pretty much scripture to scripture, you know, with Jesus stories. It's red letter to red letter, miracle mm-hmm. to miracle. And it's just kind of these chunks of his life, which is what the Bible is, right? The Bible is really the, the highlight reel of all the things that the, the disciples and the various people that put the Bible together all those years ago. They're, they're putting these things that they know this is important. I need to put this down. But it doesn't mean things didn't happen. Right. Every day, all day for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And that's just Jesus's ministry, which is obviously what we're focusing on. Um, and so there has been great pains amongst the writers to be honorable to Scripture, which is obviously number one. It's the number one priority. Uh, but also to put a creative spin on things that people can kind of get excited about. And obviously we've had our naysayers that are like, oh, you're adding the scripture and you're this and that. And But 99.9% of the people, that they just love it because it's like they're watching the show, these amazing characters, and they're all like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. They just they just quoted scripture right there. Mm-hmm. Like that was that part in Matthew or that part in John or mm-hmm. whatever it was that, that is being quoted throughout our show. And that's a big part of it. And 
but then these people can the, the audience can fall in love with these characters they can yeah. fall in and that's what you do with any show right honestly take the topic of whatever the show is you use game of thrones right take the topic of it's this weird otherworldly dragon thing or whatever it is and again obviously that show is not our show but right. it's uh, it's uh, you know it's an epic show that's obviously one of the most famous shows in, in recent history um, but really at the end of the day you fall in love with the characters and again pick any TV show right it's mm-hmm. not about oh it's uh, you know it's CSI or it's this it's like you like these characters and then the stories are just the backdrop of it and that's the biggest thing about ours is we do have these amazing characters from history um, and we're giving them backstory we're giving them you know but it's all very culturally based again the consultants that we have on they they painstakingly go through this and go no that probably isn't what a jewish fisherman would have done Mm. he probably would have done this or you know uh, if mary magdalene lived in this region here's probably what it would have been like based on history based on facts that we know about these regions about these professions all these different things um, and that's what kind of gives us that uh, kind of that, that that creed there to kind of go, hey, yeah, we're, we're doing it right. And yeah. you know, people love these characters and we do, too. And, and obviously, again, the cast, they're next level. They're just yeah. next level. So you're you're halfway through season two as far as the, the dropping of the episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, all of season two has been filmed. Yep. What did it take? I mean, obviously, by second by season two, they already got their rhythm. But what did it take to really get these characters into that to become who they are now? Right, right. Um, well, we like to say, look, and, and this happens with most TV shows, you know, episode one of season one, everybody's kind of like, what am I watching again? Like, <laughs> who are these people? And I still don't get it. And really, we, Dallas and the writers took almost the entirety of season one, introducing all these characters. And again, giving people backstory that they really understand and get about a lot of the disciples. But we introduce many more. Like, we were maybe a little over halfway of the disciples in season one. So obviously you, you meet a handful more disciples in season two and they are kind of going out on their mission, right? They go out and they do a few of the things that you see in the Bible in season two, which you've seen, you know, through the first five episodes that we've released. Um, we're doing six on Wednesday, right? right? Yeah. Big, big day. Um, and so, um, and by the end of season two, you know, you've, uh, you, you really get a feel for what's happening. And so season three is just going to kind of, kick off and it's going to be like it's going to be biblical right like it's going to be right (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's going to be epic it's going to be biblical um and so yeah it just takes some time but again you got to think about it most tv shows don't have 15 18 main characters right and we have jesus and all the disciples plus these various other people like mary magdalene mary mother you know all these other people that were very much a part of the story and so it just takes some time to just kind of get into and and figure out who these people are because we do want them all to have their own stories because they all did have their own stories and they're all very very important to scripture um so it just takes a little time to get all those things going and then to weave them in and out like you were saying um, but again, it just goes back to the genius of the writing behind these guys. So, so every every episodic anything has got what's known as a show bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. so this we're going to carry all the way through to the the passion. The yes, resu- yes, and I'm I'm trying to remember what Dallas has announced and what he hasn't. Okay, um, well, but yeah. uh, and I think I'm safe in saying that. Okay, we are doing seven seasons. I know that he said that. Um, and I do know that um, the Holy Week, right, and and uh, the crucifixion will not be the end of the story that we're telling. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the Jesus's story doesn't end with the crucifixion either, right? There is a little bit of an aftermath. As far, there. As, far as I know, There's yeah. this little thing that happens <laughs> that honestly we kind of put all of our faith into, right? That's right. that second half 
you know, it's not the going down, it was the coming up, right? He's, <laughs> he, he's, he's all about that, right? And so that is what this will focus on, these seven seasons. Mm -hmm. um, it will end with that. And, um, and I can say that there has been a lot of conversation about continuing on um, into some more of the New Testament wow. and keeping the story going. Um, uh, obviously, you know, it's funny they, that Hollywood has called it a show Bible, and they yeah. they get that from obviously our our little book that we use. Right. Um, but we say, look, there is endless stories, you know, and we 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 allude to some of those within the chosen going into the Old Testament and you know prefacing things. But obviously, we could go Old Testament, we could go throughout the rest of the New Testament, and you kind of do have this kind of Marvel universe of. <laughs> stories and how they're all interwoven and they connect, but yet they're separate. Um, and so we definitely are having a lot of conversations about how do we just keep this going and kind of chosenize the stories of the Bible right? yeah. and really wow. just do that. So, so we'll see. before The Chosen, let's talk about Chad Gunderson. Before mm -hmm. The Chosen, you were producing documentaries, you were producing feature films, mm -hmm. you've actually get, had an animated uh, kids thing or two. Yep. Yep. I know we got allegories. I don't know. Yep. If, I don't there's, know. there's more coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is this isn't the only thing Chad Gunderson is up to. No, it, it takes up a lot of my time right now. Um, <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, Out of Order Studios. That's mm -hmm. my company again. Chris June is my business partner. Um, he and I partnered up about six years ago. The majority of my background has been independent filmmaking, right? I've made a dozen or more feature films, mostly in the faith space, some in the family, some a little bit outside, but all stuff that uh, you definitely could kind of classify in that faith and family space. Um, some animation, yeah, Allegories. Um, is Fantastic a, show, is a, by the is way. It's a cool little cartoon that we did, an entire season of it, 18 episodes. And we've done multiple spinoffs. Um, Night Owls and Early Birds, and we are looking at doing a season two and working on episodes for season two, um, and even some spinoffs there. Um, and there are some other animated projects that we're doing. Chris's background, he was at Sony Pictures for almost 20 years, um, and he produced things like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, one and two, and Arthur Christmas, and Surf's Up. and Jimmy Neutron, yeah, we have an well, animator with Jimmy that, right? Jimmy Neutron is uh, Keith Alcorn, um, and Keith works with us as okay, well. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, um, but anyway, so his his background in producing animation and visual effects is pretty much there there isn't anybody there may be some like him but there's nobody better right <laughs> like there he's just at a level which him as a producer on the chosen is another piece of what that perfect storm right mm -hmm. his abilities his um his world on the producing side of those sort of visuals again it's just been it's been great so obviously having chris as a part of the team so yeah out of order has got a lot of other things that we're developing we have an animated feature that we're doing there's some other chosen things that we haven't announced yet that we'll be doing um, mm. that that uh, that out of order will be a part of. Uh, we're producing a documentary right now as well on Lane Frost. Um, Lane Frost was a world champion bull rider mm. uh, back in the late 70s into the 80s and, and passed away uh, in a bull riding accident um, and is still considered kind of one of the kind of the grandfathers of bull riding. Um, and uh, they made a movie about him, Eight Seconds. If you remember oh, the yeah, movie, Eight Seconds, course. that's Lane Frost. And so, oddly enough, a true documentary about his story has never been done outside of that film. So working along uh, with uh, with two guys, Brad Hughes and James Trawick, they're directing that, Chris and I are producing, uh, working on that documentary now, and that should be out hopefully later this year. Um, and so the Lane Frost story is coming. Um, and then there's always things, right? I still have this little zombie movie that I want to do. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things where projects never die. They just get delayed, right? Yeah. And so, well, that's good news to hear because oh, yeah. sometimes you just, 
Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, Con Katie's been like dragging. I've, what's the, well, who's the Greek god that pushes the the rock up the mountain? I uh, can't. Yeah, you just keep going. You just got to keep yeah, shoving it up keep, there. Keep well, you got to be careful though, because once it hits the top of the hill, you can't stop it from going down the other That's side. Right. Then you're just kind of guiding it. You tap yeah. it and go, oh crap, here we go. You know, <laughs> down the road we go. Right, right. Um, and that's kind of where the chosen is, honestly. You know, Dallas uh, spent a lot of time and, and prayer to get the show where it is and now the boulders rolling down the hill mm. um, you know we kind of joke and go you know we're kind of at a place that we thought maybe we would be popularity wise by like season three or four maybe even five and we haven't even finished releasing two yet and it is just it's just gangbusters what, what are the numbers oh geez i mean i think on the app alone we're about to hit 200 million views that's just through the app but you got to think that doesn't count DVD sales. That doesn't count. Um, we're on multiple networks, everything from Pure Flix to TBN, um, Paramount Network, the Peacock Network, which is, you know, we were number two behind Yellowstone on Peacock. Wow. And that's obviously a huge platform. Yeah. And that's just season one. That's not, season two isn't out there. Season two is only on the app. And so, um, so I, I, I mean, between all the various things, I want to say we're about eight or ten various networks, big and small, some faith-based, some not like Peacock. So I bet between all those, we're well, probably quarter of a billion views, if not more. Um, and so it's just been... It's it's really really weird. It's really weird. Um, but again, we're just trying to be good stewards of what what it is. I mean, it honestly is. It's it's almost this sort of success is something that it'll humble you quite a bit. And you mm. just because now you're in the place of like we can't mess this up, right? right. Can't, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. You know, and poor not, Dallas is just not, out not there. With yeah. The Bible itself, uh, notwithstanding. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not just the story and the honor of what you want to be to do as a believer, as a Christian, but then also like you have this fan base that's just like they're watching every move. I mean, that's a good thing, you know. And I like to say, you know, you got a show when you got crazy fans, and we got some crazy fans, man. They <laughs> love this show. Um, and what we always laugh is what you know. We go and check the boards, and you look at social media and stuff, and you try to avoid a little bit every now and then. You get on there, and you're like, oh. Well, this is what we should be doing. You know, they're like they're they're telling us what we're going to be doing next season. Yeah. They're telling us. And I kind of turned to Dallas and Chris and the rest of the team, and we're like, "Hey, did you hear what we're doing next year? Did you know, did you, did you know that you were writing that, Dallas?" Uh, but <laughs> again, great. it's all in it's all in good fun, and they're our fans are just are honestly the best. I mean, they wow. just. But I think it's just something that people are hungry for. People are waiting for stuff like this, um, and what it also shows is, I think it shows Hollywood, man, you are missing out on mm. an audience mm. if you would just because we've all seen it. Right, you've seen these movies that Hollywood tries to do that are biblical, like Noah, and and you look at them and you're like, "Come on, man! Like, did you have any believer come and just talk to you?" I mean, when when the director of a movie kind of tells you, "I I literally made the most anti-biblical thing I could." Mm. On one of the most popular, and and it's not even just a biblical story; it is a story. There are believers and non-believers all over the world that know that story, right? Mm-hmm. And you pick a story, right? And so if you could just, the resources, the right people, um, all those things, again, the perfect storm that is The Chosen has continued to do that. But, you know, it took, I mean, you know, it took you know people like Dallas and I and Chris, you know, over 20 years to develop these skills and to do these things and then to finally be given the resources to do it. And we even say, look, we're, from a financial point, because everybody knows our budgets, right? It's not like it's a big secret. Like, what are you guys spending on the show? I'm like, go on the app. You know exactly what we're spending on yeah. the show. That's it. That's our budget. And then you compare those budgets to what any TV show out there. Mm-hmm. And we're a third, a fourth, you know? I mean, right. you take things like Game of Thrones. I mean, they were spending, oh, they're spending more on one episode than we spend on an entire season of yeah. eight episodes, right? Now, again, our budgets will continue to grow and get bigger, and, and that's kind of the nature of the beast and, and, and to do those things. But um, 
so it's it's just one of these things where we have to be such good stewards of what it is because otherwise we would just mess it up right yeah. and so I'd say that's what we're trying to do. It's just not, but they, that's kind of the story of the believer, right? Just don't mess up. Can you just, <laughs> just could you at least try not to mess up? Let your feet up. Let yeah, the current yeah, carry you. And yeah, yeah. Just don't screw up. <laughs> just, just, just freaking, yeah, yeah. So, but it's great. It's great. Wow. And one, it's just a joy to hang out with you, man. Yeah, man. I'm glad you're here. We got to hang out the rest of the week. Are you Absolutely. here all week? Absolutely. I am. Good. Let's Good. do it. Well, I need to get you. Are you? Have you all caught up on the episodes? I need to get you into the private screening on Wednesday night. I got. I got a ticket. Oh, you got a through, oh, through right. the oh. some. You know, because they yeah. got me on the mailing list. Come so. on now, you're in. I'll well, be then I don't need. To, I don't need to. But the question is, do I shirt. get to sit next to you? Well, I probably won't be sitting because you know, <laughs> you, you know how it is when something goes wrong. It's like I'm going. I got to get it. And, but we have a lot of people. I mean, I think there's God, 12, 13, 1400 people that are going to be there on Wednesday night to yeah. watch episode six, and and episode six is a good one to yeah. do a live. Because uh, we're you know we're streaming it live at the same time as we'll have a live audience watching mm-hmm. it, it's a great one. I mean, and the the rest of the season just continues to ramp up all the way to episode eight, and so wow. it's uh, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. That's awesome. So. All right, Chad, appreciate it, man. Yeah, man, pleasure. The Chosen, check it out on the app. It's free to download, and you'll catch the uh, catch them as they get released, and then uh, it's it's everywhere else too and it's free i mean that's the biggest thing the crazy thing about our show is it's free and what we've realized is the more that we give it away for free the more that we sow that seed the bigger the show gets Mm. because people just they want stuff like this and so it's them going no we want to pay it forward we want to get people connected and so wow here we go awesome the chosen and chad gunderson out of order studios and thanks for listening to the culture connection stay tuned there's more to come